Good night, everybody. Coming to you from the heart of America, Nashville, Tennessee, on rumble.com slash LFA TV. This is Ungoverned, and in the wise words of the esteemed philosopher of Ungoverned here, the 5 p.m. hour on LFA TV. Hi. Good night, everybody. Good evening. No, John. Good evening to the Ungovernables, the Captain's Crew, the LFA family, the McGroin Militia. Welcome to another episode of Ungoverned. We are pre-recorded today uh, as uh, it is a Thursday, so we are pre-recorded every Thursday um, on Newsmax, obviously, uh, the same time as the show with Carl Higby, Kay Smythe for Culture Clash, the best segments on Newsmax all week long are Thursdays between 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. So we have that and the best show on the internet uh, every whenever it is, is on 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. as well. Every day. So happy that you're all here. Yes, it is pre-recorded. No, that does not mean you get to goof around just because we're not here. I'm going to be in the chat for most of the time. You know how it's going to be. And we're going to have another positive show. It's two in a row. We're going to have another positive show. The tide is turning. The tide is turning. Say, so what do you mean by the tide is turning? What, what, what does that usually mean? How do you go from high tide to low tide? It turns. The tide is turning with regards to how people feel about Donald Trump. I was listening to um, an older episode of the Dan Bongino show. And you have Frank Luntz, who is, you know, he's, he's an idiot. He was once considered a strategist of the Republican Party, yada, 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 right? Frank Luntz. Um, and even he was saying, look, these indictments, tossing them off the ballot, uh, all of the different uh, legal challenges that have been thrown at him. These things only help him. Because what he is doing, negative or positive, is when his name gets out there, he capitalizes on it. This is how the guy has made a name for himself for a very long time, Donald Trump. He believed that even negative publicity was positive publicity. Pa, 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 pa. Corn pop was a bad dude. It's been a long night, just to let you know. And she is doing better. Clover's doing a little better. Oh, man, that trip to the vet. <laughs> that trip to the vet was, uh, oh, boy. I, 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 maybe that's a story for locals tomorrow. <laughs> I have never seen a cat act the way she acted at the vet. If you want to hear more about it, you can subscribe to our locals channel. Uh, we'll do our best to come uh, with some content tomorrow. We may have to divide and conquer, but we'll... Jeez. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. Um... So, yeah, that's a story for tomorrow night, not for this episode. But the tide is turning. Frank Luntz was saying, you know, this is only helping him. The indictments, the court stuff, the the legal challenges, etc. A New York Times columnist has come out and said, you know, it looks like Donald Trump is the return to normalcy candidate. What? Return to normalcy? I I thought that Donald Trump was this abnormal threat to democracy... Hitler 2.0, dictator, Putin's puppet, return to normalcy. Trump from a New York Times columnist? What's in the water? What is this person smoking? Are they hanging out with Hunter Biden? It happened. A New York Times columnist admits that Donald Trump would be the return to normalcy candidate. Based off of what? Opinions? No. Feelings? No. Polling. Data. They asked questions to people. 
And they felt like Donald Trump would be the return to normalcy candidate. That is significant. The tide is turning. There are a number of issues that we have had to live through as Americans the last three and a half years or so where we can look back and go, all right, you know what? Maybe when he said, my button's bigger, but it works. Little Rocket Man, he's a little guy. He's a tiny guy. He's little. I call him Little Rocket Man because look at him. He has a little rocket and he has little rockets too. You understand that? He's going to provoke World War Three. Al Baghdadi, he died like a dog. He died like a dog. They chased him into the tunnel. He was crying and screaming, screaming and whimpering the whole way. He died like a dog. And if you mess with us, you'll die like a dog too. You're not going to want to have that happen to you. Soleimani, we killed him too. Abdul. I got along well with Abdul because I told him he'll wind up like those people if he doesn't get his act together. And guess what? He got his act together. Putin. We got in tough. We, got, we were tough on Putin. We were tough on Xi with China, but we got along with these people. Donald Trump did not get into World War III. Donald Trump did not surrender land to foreign dictators. Donald Trump did not get worked over by Mexico on the border. We'll get to that. Donald Trump did not get worked over by China. Donald Trump did not get worked over by Russia. Donald Trump did not get worked over by Iran. Donald Trump did not get worked over by Ukraine. Return to normalcy. You see people looking back. All right, you know what? Maybe he shouldn't have said that. Maybe he shouldn't have tweeted that. But I can live with a mean tweet. I could also live with a $1.80 gas. I could also live with a 401k going through the roof, up, 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 like a rocket ship, beautiful rocket ship. I could also live with a booming economy, more jobs than people looking for jobs. And the jobs that were available were well-paying jobs. It's not fry cook at the Burger King. Nothing against people who work at Burger King. You got to do what you got to do. But I'm saying these were well-paying jobs for people who were qualified to have them. Now we are throwing away excellence. We're throwing away quality. We're coming back to equity. It's, it's a, it is a race to the bottom in this country. So much that even a guy, I can't stand this guy. More than Frank Luntz, I can't stand him. Carl Rove even thinks Donald Trump is going to win in 2024. Carl Rove. Talk about a uniparty swamp rat, Bush era, neocon slime ball. Carl Rove has even stepped out of that denial that Donald Trump oh, can't run the general. Oh, he's going to lose the primary. DeSantis. Oh. Carl Rove is even admitting it. So all of Trump's detractors are now admitting it. And I don't buy this idea. The left wants to run against Donald Trump. That is why the polls say what they say. No, the polls say what they say because Donald Trump was a wildly successful president despite being undermined around every corner. Some of that was his fault. Some of that was not his fault. He was a wildly successful president, a wildly effective president, a great president for regular working American people. Blue or red or in the middle. Life was better under Donald Trump. Life was better under Donald Trump. And so the tide is turning. The tide is turning, not just here, too, in America. You know, the Biden administration is now pivoting on Ukraine. We have that for you as well. They're pivoting. They're now saying that, oh, oh, oh this, is, this is breaking news. This is bre- Ukraine is going to have to give up territory to Russia if, oh, you can't say that you're Putin's right-hand man. No, no. 
Ukraine is going to have to give up territory to Russia if they want to reach peace negotiations. Ah! Ah! My goodness. It's almost like we've all been saying that crap since the war started. No, that does not make me a Putin ally. You're a Putin ally. You're a Russian asset. No, no. We look at this from a rational, uh, a rational lens. Russia invaded territory just like they did in, by the way, 2014. Oh, who was the president in 2014? Let me think. Huh, was it uh, George W.? No, it wasn't George W. Bush. Who was it? Was it um, Donald, uh, Donald, uh, the guy who sounds like this? Donald, uh, no, no, it wasn't him yet. No, he was 2010. Barack Obama. Oh, my gosh. Who was his vice president appointment on Ukraine? Oh, it was the guy who called Corn Pop a bad dude and talked about his hair. Joe Biden. Oh, my gosh. That's right. He was the vice president. When Russia took more territory from Ukraine in 2014, remember? Do you remember? I do. I remember. I'm old enough to remember. I remember that. I do. You know the only president in the last 20 years was that did not, under his watch, have what witness Russia taking land from Ukraine? What was his name? What was his name? Oh, Donald John Trump. You could call me that, or you could call me the greatest. You know, they said this. I think there was a rapper who said it. First name, the last name, greatest. That's what it is. Could you believe this? The Biden administration is now pivoting on Ukraine. We got that. Mexico. Mexico. They're going to pay for the wall. Mexico is extorting Biden over the southern border. We have that. We also have uh, less than 4%. A study found that less than 4%. This is a shocker, too. Shocking. Just buckle up. This is a shocking one. Less than 4% of uh, journalists are Republicans. Could you believe that, too? Wow. Less than 4% of journalists are Republicans. Uh, shocking. That's the, the way they cover politics, I would have thought the opposite was true. That 96% of them were Democrats. Less than 4% are Republicans. You know you don't have a free and fair media. I want to talk about, too, towards the end of the show, Vivek Ramaswamy and his new strategy. You know, I think he is a dynamic candidate. He's obviously, I don't think he's going to win this go around. But I do think he is approaching the primary in a way that uh, many other people should think about approaching it themselves. And we've been, I've been involved in local politics back when I was in New York for a long time. There are outdated ways to reach voters. Outdated. Vivek Ramaswamy is saying the TV ads, possibly outdated. There are people that we're not reaching and they're not watching TV. Remember, we spoke about this. The new Emerson poll came out a couple weeks ago where new voters were breaking towards Trump. Uh, new young voters under 30 were breaking towards Trump. And that's 62% of voters under 30. 62% of voters under 30 do not use the mainstream media to get their news. So why, if you want to engage that group, would you advertise on the mainstream media? You're going to hit people that every other candidate has hit. It's smart from Vivek. It may work. It may not. I don't think he's going to win Iowa, but I think it's a great way to approach it. It's a great experiment to run. Maybe it's successful. If it's successful in the primary, perhaps Donald Trump can use that strategy in the general. This is why what Vivek is doing is good. And last but not least, oh, 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 hello, do you remember me? I am a senator from the great state of Vermont. And I have tested positive for COVID-19, even though I got my boosters and my vaccinations. Thank God I am vaccinated against this horrible plague of a disease. Bernie Sanders. I hope he's okay. I don't want him to die. I'm not a leftist. I don't want my political opponents to die. Except maybe Hillary Clinton and George Soros. There's an exception to every rule. There it is. All right. Um, Bernie Sanders. Vaxxed Vaxxed and boosted. Vaxxed and boosted. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. You know what it is. Vaxxed and boosted. 
test positive for COVID-19, um, despite obviously being one of the most vaccinated people on the face of the earth. I'm going to take that son of a Kennedy. Oh, so we have that. We have all that and more. We're going to have some fun today. Pre-recorded episode, but hit the thumbs up button. Yes, that is my Bernie Sanders voice. I've been running with that one for quite some time. Since 2020, actually, we've had some fun with that Bernie voice. It's been a lot of healthcare is a right, not a privilege. Sit down, you United States Senator. <laughs> Just stick to Trump, okay? Would you stick to Trump? Okay, we're going to do that. Before we get to all that, I want to get to a word. I'm a little loopy today, if you couldn't tell. I want to get to a word from our friends over at Brickhouse Nutrition and Field of Greens. This is Field of Greens. You see it on your screen right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to give you a simple solution that will greatly improve your life. Better sleep, sharpen your mind, and get back to feeling great. Start taking Field of Greens. Field of Greens is the only brand with a better health promise. And most of you are like me. There's a list of things every day that run you down. We're all way too busy to pick fruit and chop vegetables every day. But I did my homework and I chose Field of Greens. You know, every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens is medically chosen to support specific health functions like heart, liver, and kidney health, immune system, and metabolism. And Field of Greens, period, end of story, will help you stay healthy. Now, so I want you to enjoy Field of Greens at your next doctor's visit. If your doctor doesn't say something like, wow, whatever you're doing, it's working, keep it up. Return it for a refund. Keep your body healthy and your mind and spirit will follow. And let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use the promo code LFA. That is fieldofgreens.com. Promo code Lima Foxtrot Alpha. You know that. Lima Foxtrot Alpha. Uh, Fieldofgreens.com. Promo code LFA. Fieldofgreens.com. Promo code LFA. Last but not least, we have the LFA TV store. At the website, LFATV.us, it goes by on your ticker all day long, every single episode, LFATV.us, as it scrolls by on your ticker, take a look at the website, you can see it here, click on that pop-up, brings you to the show that's currently live, here's the LFA TV store, lots of cool merchandise here on the website, on the LFA TV store, that's at LFATV.us, click on the store tab, or you can go right to jeremyherald.com slash store. I'm going to pick myself up this, uh, if you voted for Biden, you owe me gas money hat. I'm going to see if I can find it. Uh, it's on, it's down there. It is. Whoever voted for Biden owes me gas money. It is right here. I think this hat is tremendous and I want it. Uh, so (laughs) that's at the LFA TV store, lfatv.us. Click on the store tab, or you can go directly to the store at jeremyherald.com slash store. Once again, that is jeremyherald.com slash store all right ladies and gentlemen let's get right to it we had some fun in the beginning of the show a little bit of bernie came out a lot of trump came out we're having a good time let's talk about the tide turning shall we the tide is turning i said it yesterday i've said it a million times there's a lot of momentum on our side right now it is up to us to grab the wheel take the gas pedal and nail it to the floor there is no letting up There is no getting comfortable. There is no coasting. There is no putting our feet up. There is no talk about landslides. We could could be excited. We could be passionate. But there is no reason at all to suggest in any way, shape, or form that what we're about to go through in the 2024 election is going to be easy. Even on election night, if we see that it looks like a landslide, we are going to have PTSD from 2020. When is the ballot dump coming, right? I don't think they're going to be able to do it again. We are not getting comfortable, but we are getting excited and the excitement is turning into motivation to build upon this momentum. Do I make myself clear? Hopefully I do. Donald Trump is seen by this New York Times columnist as a return to normalcy candidate. I could not believe what I was seeing 
when I saw this on the Gateway Pundit. A return, a return to normalcy candidate from the New York Times. New York Times columnist and pollster Kristen Soltis Anderson <clears throat> is saying that Donald Trump is now seen as the return to normalcy candidate. This is a shocking turn of events for anyone who has been following political news for, uh, for the last several years. When Trump won in 2016, liberals all over the country started saying that this is not normal. This is not normal. Remember the, remember the, at, at the inauguration? Ah, that's, not, that's actually not normal. It's normal now. Crazy is the new normal. Normal is the new crazy. Hey, nobody else says that but our show. You know that. They said that Trump was not normal. Him being the president was not normal. It became a common talking point. Then in 2020, Democrats claimed that Joe Biden would be the quote-unquote return to normalcy candidate. Everyone can see how that worked out, right? Eggs do not cost what they normally should cost. Gas does not cost what it normally should cost. The wars that are breaking out, China moving in on Taiwan, Russia, 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 moving in on Ukraine, Hamas being attacked. I'm sorry. Wow. I pulled a Stu Peters there, blamed Israel for that one. That dummy. Uh, Hamas launching an attack on Israel. Okay. Even now you have conservatives flipping out over a calendar online. So we are definitely not in a normal time period here. Voters perceive former, this is from Breitbart, voters perceive former President Donald Trump as the return to normalcy candidate after President Joe Biden failed to, quote, put things back in order. I got hairy legs. I'll put it back in order, man. Come on. You don't vote for me. You ain't black. That guy was going to put things back in order. Corn Pop was a bad dude guy, was going to put things back in order. I don't think so. New York Times columnist, uh, and pollster Kristen Soltis Anderson recently wrote, Anderson's observation highlights Biden's failure to restore America to a state of predictable stability following three years of his chaotic policies. Draconian pandemic mandates. Remember, this is the my body. My body, my choice. Except when it comes to a vaccination. And it's my body, your choice, right, government? That's what you believe? If it's about me getting vaccinated with the COVID vaccine, it's my body. But you have to tell you have the right and the authority to tell me what to do with it and what to inject into it. Isn't that right? Or I don't get to eat in a Wendy's in New York City. Remember that? Deadly Afghanistan withdrawal. Another one under Joe Biden. That's when the approval rating started to really take a hit in a matter of days, not weeks, not months, days. The Taliban. Who the Biden administration, oh, they're a nice guy now. We can trust them. Taliban 2.0. They're a different group of people. I got like a hairy legs. No, they're not the nice guys. They throw gays off of rooftops. Women are not allowed to go to school. They're not allowed to have a job. They're not allowed to own businesses in the Taliban-run Afghanistan anymore. And they took our military equipment and flew dead bodies hanging from the helicopters. These are not the nice guys. Soaring cost of living. Young folks are having a hard time saving up the money, not only to buy a house, but to move out of the home that they grew up in. It ain't easy out there. The jobs aren't paying much. Real wages are down. Inflation is through the roof. The housing market is a disaster. The median cost of a used vehicle is like 50 grand now. It's insanity. So you can't afford a home, can't afford a car. Could barely afford food, could barely afford clothing. 
I mean, that's where we are in Biden's America. Growing instability in Ukraine and the Middle East. Never would have happened if I was your president. You know that. Never would have happened if I was your president. I told Vladimir, you're not going into... He called me once. He said, sir, I'm going into Ukraine. I said, Vladimir, you're not going to do that. We're not, you don't want to do that. Believe me, you don't want to do that. If you do that, you're going to have a lot of problems. You don't want to have problems. I know that you don't want to have problems. Instability in Ukraine and the Middle East. We had peace in the Middle East under Donald Trump. Peace. The Abraham Accords. There were peace deals going on. There were no wars. Everything was cool. We were killing terrorists. I mean, Lindsey Graham was out in the corner sitting down from the bathroom while he was taking a leak because he sits when he pees. We should bomb Iran. We're not going to do that either. We're not going to bomb Iran. Keep it quiet, Lindsey. Keep sitting and peeing, okay? No, we weren't, we weren't getting into anything. It was fine. We had a strong border. And that's the last thing on this list. A record high invasion on the southern border. So between the draconian pandemic mandates, the deadly Afghanistan withdrawal, the soaring cost of living, the growing instability in Ukraine and the Middle East, and the record high invasion on the southern border, people are looking for what? A return to normalcy. And that is apparently what Donald Trump represents. The 2024 election will not be fought among the conventional axis of left and right or even change uh, uh, and more of the same. Anderson wrote in the Times, voters very much want change. They have made that clear with the absolutely abominable ratings they give the leadership of the country in poll after poll. But instead of clamoring for someone to blow everything up, they are crying out for someone to put things back in order, she wrote. Voters wanted this from Mr. Biden and clearly feel he didn't deliver, which is why Mr. Trump currently leads by notable margins across most of the key swing states. This is from a columnist who writes for the New York Times. You know how hard it was for them to publish that? Do you understand what it must take for the New York Times to write and publish a piece that says that Donald Trump, orange man bad, right? Orange, the greatest complexion in the history of the world. Nobody has a complexion like I do. It's beautiful. Orange man bad to put in, 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 an, in a, a piece in the New York Times and report on the fact that people would rather Donald Trump, big, evil, scary, dictator, Republican, Hitler 2.0, that guy. Oh, no, that's true, by the way. They'd rather have him than Joe Biden because under Trump, despite what the media wanted to cook up, the Russia hoax, the fine people hoax, the suckers and losers hoax, impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, China virus, all that, despite all the nonsense, despite all of it, this country was stable. Things were moving in the right direction. People were saving more money. People were making more money. People were, as a result, spending more money, which means businesses were generating more revenue, which means they could afford to do what? Hire more people, expand their business, creates, which, what, what is that called? Creating, uh, uh, Joe Biden said it's a three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S, three letters for you, jobs. I got two words for you, made in America. Made in America. It is no surprise why Donald Trump represents the return to normalcy candidate over banana pudding brain that's sitting there in the White House right now. It's no surprise. We go back to that piece for just a little bit more. 
If you think Trump is a chaotic menace and that voters in November will obviously agree, consider this a warning. Right now, non-insignificant numbers of voters look back at the prior president's term with some fondness, at least relative to today. And unlike 2020, there's no guarantee most voters will see Biden as the safer bet between the two men to bring order back to America. In no small part because Mr. Biden was elected to do so and has not delivered. When the New York Times is posting things like this, journalists of the New York Times posting things like this, you know what? It's up there in the title, folks. The tide is turning. Another indicator that the tide is turning. Carl Rove admits Donald Trump is going to win in 2024. Another thing, right? It's hard for him to admit that that is what is going to happen. Carl Rove doesn't like Donald Trump. He previously said a Biden-Trump rematch would amount to the worst dumpster fire of a campaign in history. White House official turned Republican strategist Carl Rove has begrudgingly admitted that he thinks Donald Trump will come out on top in 2024. Last year, he predicted that Trump's polling numbers would drop among Republicans. To his and many others' disbelief, they rose. In an opinion piece for the Wall Street Journal on Wednesday, the longtime critic of the former Biden, uh, former president predicted that Trump will be convicted before November, but win nonetheless, though he maintained that Joe Biden will once again dominate the popular vote. But that's why we don't go by the popular vote. Obviously, if you turn out in San Francisco, Detroit, Chicago, New York City, Philadelphia, Atlanta, and Minneapolis and Seattle, you could win the popular vote. But those are only a, a, a couple of states, and some of those states have them canceled out by the rest of the state. Rove theorized that Trump would win the Iowa caucus by an unconvincing margin, then eventually grind down Nikki Haley, who he said will take the New Hampshire primary to become the nominee. He thinks Nikki Haley's going to win in New Hampshire. She could. She probably won't. Biden versus Trump is a chaotic, nasty mess, Rove continued, adding that he believed that Biden will count on Trump being convicted and Trump will rely on anger over a politicized justice system and the current commander-in-chief's age and mental acuity. Mr. Trump is convicted before November, yet wins the election while Mr. Biden receives a plurality of the popular vote, he declared. The race is settled by fewer than 25,000 votes in each of four or fewer states. Third-party candidates get more votes in those states than Mr. Trump's margin over Mr. Biden. On a congressional level, Rove predicted that the House will flip Democrat and the Senate will be led by Republicans despite certain candidates losing two or three winnable races. In a previous op-ed for the Wall Street Journal, Rove said a Biden-Trump rematch would amount to the worst dumpster fire of a campaign in history, adding that both parties' frontrunners have enormous weaknesses. He has repeatedly criticized Trump, taking aim at his affinity for infighting in particular. The former president is better off spending his time uh, talking about what it is that he wants to do rather than running down his opponents, Rove argued in an interview with Fox News, calling his campaign tactics petty, small, and unimportant. Guess what, Carl Rove? At least you admitted what we all know is true. Donald Trump's going to win. Now take your old school GOP old hat loser mentality somewhere else. Take it elsewhere. He should not be attacking his opponents in the primary. Well, maybe he shouldn't be. Or maybe he should be. Maybe he's angry that Ron DeSantis decided to run against him after telling him he would. Maybe he's pissed off. That bird brain Nikki Haley is doing a little better than other people thought. Maybe he's upset that Chris Christie's on the stage instead of eating his heart out in some all-you-can-eat buffet, spending his money a lot better than he is right now. Maybe he's pissed off about that. And you know what? If Trump's upset about that and he wants to voice his opinions, eh, I may not agree with all the things he says, you know, but he has the right to do it. 
Donald Trump is going to be, he marches to the beat of his own drum. But Karl Rove admitted, he admitted it. He admitted it. Donald Trump's going to win in 2024. But what did he say, ladies and gentlemen? It's not going to be close. Sorry. It's not going to be uh, a landslide. It's going to be very close. It's going to be a very slim margin. Now, Karl Rove may be right. He may be wrong. No, he's going to win a landslide. If you don't think that, you're disloyal. No. I think it's going to be very close. I don't think we're going to see a landslide. I think we're going to be on the edge of our seat. we biting our fingernails to the, to the bone. But I do think if everybody who is watching the show contributes to the effort, we will win. But we need all hands on deck. If you believe Democrats, some Republicans out there believe it, I don't, that Joe Biden won 81 million votes, I won 82 million. That's 164 million hands, all hands on deck. We need it all. And as much as I love doing this show in front of everybody, I love to see the growth as well. The channel is exploding because of you. Because you understand that many hands makes light work. If we all contribute to this effort in just four short days, when we can all say we're voting for Trump this year, if we all can contribute to that, we will win. But we all have to contribute. We have to stay dedicated. We have to stay motivated. We have to stay engaged. We have to keep our eyes on the prize, focus on the right things. Knock on doors, recruit people to be a part of voter registration drives like Scott Pressler. If we had a couple more Scott Presslers, we'd be doing very well. It's going to take all of us, every last one of us. Your vote, act as if it's the deciding vote. Your friend's vote, Act as if that friend of yours has the deciding vote. Tell them, you have the deciding vote. Do you want your life to get better or worse? Get them to the polls and get them to cast that vote to take the country back from these lunatics. Everybody must find somebody who is in that position. I don't know. I don't vote in elections. Get your big, fat behind to the polls and vote to make your life better. Do you like going to supermarket, paying an arm and a leg for eggs? No, you don't? Well, why don't you go vote? Send a message. Bring back normalcy. Even the New York Times is admitting Donald Trump and his America from 2017 to 2021 was not only more prosperous, but it was more stable for everybody. Whether you want to be a bleeding heart, blue-haired, nose-pierced liberal who says, Oh, uh, I, I, I was uncomfortable. You, I don't, care. I don't give a damn if you were uncomfortable. But your life was better. You made more money. You kept more of your money. Things were cheaper. Gas was cheaper. The border was better. The economy was roaring. If you had a 401k on one of your jobs, you were doing very well. I don't care what your avocado latte tasted like, right? I don't care. Avocado toast eating, goat's milk latte drinking, high IQ stupid people, as Senator Kennedy would say. 
These high IQ stupid people don't understand. Life was better under Donald Trump. It was better under Donald Trump. I don't give up. If they hurt your feelings, if the tweets hurt your feelings, if you're triggered by a red hat with four words on it, I don't give up. Your life was better. And you know it. Vote like it. Let's get to a word from our friends over at Let's Go Brandon Token. That's uh, LGBT. That's Let's Go Brandon Token, the only LGBT that I will support. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of green-haired, nose-pierced people. <laughs> oh, boy, that might get me in trouble. Here it is. Let's go BrandonToken.com. Folks, let's take a deep dive into the world of crypto where innovation meets freedom and community empowerment. I am thrilled to introduce you to Let's Go Brandon Token, a groundbreaking token that not only embraces financial possibilities, but also embodies a strong commitment to supporting America First candidates, causes, and charities. What sets them apart is the unique approach to giving back. With every transaction made using the token, 2% goes directly to the America First wallet, which is then used to donate to America First candidates, causes, and charities that align with your values. As a holder, you enjoy Let's Go Brandon Token rewarding you by dispersing 7% of the buy and sell tax back to the community so you earn passive income simply by holding your tokens and being a part of the vibrant and supportive community. And that's not all. Whether you're new to the world of crypto or looking to expand your knowledge, Let's Go Brandon Token, as you covered, they're offering self-paced crypto classes designed specifically for beginners. The classes provide you with the knowledge and confidence to navigate the crypto landscape with ease. So visit the website today, letsgobrandontoken.com, to learn more and become a part of the incredible movement to embrace freedom, empower the community, and make a positive impact together. Also note that investing in cryptocurrency does involve risk. And it's important to do your own research before making any investment decisions. This message is not financial advice, but it is friendly advice to check out letsgobrandontoken.com. That is letsgobrandontoken.com. We also have four Patriots and the Patriot Power Generator. That is the Patriot Power Generator over here at fourpatriots.com. Millions of people lost power after Hurricane Ian blasted through Florida. One of the first things local government did was put out food safety tips that's because a lot of people watch your food spoil inside their fridges if they're unable to get gas for their generator. Well, now you can get a solar generator. It's safe to use indoors. It's whisper quiet and strong enough to run your fridge. It is the Patriot Power Generator from 4Patriots. It's not ordinary power. It is a generator that never needs gas ever. It even comes with a free solar panel. And right now, for a limited time, you can get $500 off at 4Patriots.com and use the promo code LFA for 10% off of everything. That's promo code Lima Foxtrot Alpha. It's rated five stars from over 600 reviews on the website and backed by their 100% guarantee for an entire year, so it's risk-free. Now, they're called Four Patriots because a portion of every sale is donated to charities who support our veterans and their families. Just go to fourpatriots.com to get $500 off the Patriot Power Generator so you will be ready for the next blackout. That is fourpatriots.com, promo code LFA. Four, it's the number four, patriots.com, promo code Lima Foxtrot Alpha, fourpatriots.com, promo code LFA. Okay, back to the show. Thank you all for sticking with us today. I can only imagine that we're blowing it up numbers-wise. As you know, it is pre-recorded, but please hit the thumbs up button. You don't know how much that means to us, all of us. Uh, Rumble leaderboard was occupied in seven spaces by shows on LFA TV. We were number 36 yesterday. Now, back when we were in 10 a.m., we did a little better, but that's because we were earlier in the day. We accumulated more. We still did very well yesterday. I appreciate everybody who's playing a role in 
coming to us here at 5 o'clock and sending the show to the top of the charts. Really appreciate you. Keep those thumbs ups coming. We need it. The channel needs it. It helps us grow. It helps the entire channel grow. And it helps spread this message of truth. I know so many of you, especially the McGroin Militia, you're like, this is my favorite show. I love you for that. I know everybody's here. You guys are doing just, you're the best. Thank you so much. Give us a thumbs up uh, because I think Clover's in a pretty bad mood today. So she'll come after you. It'll be pretty easy. Give us a thumbs up uh, and it will, uh, will greatly, we will greatly appreciate it. The Biden administration must be working hand in hand with Putin. There he is again, by the way, our favorite, the great David Strom over at hotair.com. The Biden administration must be Putin's asset, right? Dems are the rules, right? I, I, right? If you said, let's say a year ago, a couple months ago, Ukraine is going to have to give Putin territory. You want Putin to win. You're a Putin apologist. No, yet. That's no in Russian. No, I'm not a Putin apologist. I'm what's called, what is that word? A realist. The Ukrainian counteroffensive has failed. All we're doing is prolonging the conflict, which has now basically reached a stalemate. The only way that the war, so to speak, ends is through peace negotiations. And Russia is going to have to take territory away from Ukraine. Zelensky said, no, 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 we are not going to do that. We're not going to do that because, because we must have the, we must have the war continue on. Well, why does, why, does, why, does, why does Zelensky want the war to continue going? Well, because it's illegal to have elections. There's no elections in Ukraine in the time of war. So obviously Zelensky, a tyrant uh, who has closed churches, consolidated the media under state control, jailed political opponents, assassinated political opponents, right? Zelensky, uh, who is uh, a tyrant, will do anything to stay in power, if, even if that means his people die. You see that? Now the Biden administration is saying that Ukraine is going to have to give up territory to end the war. It must be Putin's puppet. Gotta be, right? He's gotta be. That's the only explanation. Because it was the only explanation when people like us were saying, you know, I think it's come to a time where Russia's just going to have to take what it took, end the war, go on from there. Well, according to this article from David Strom, and uh, a report done by uh, Politico, the White House signals to Politico that the war in Ukraine will end through negotiation, probably by giving up territory, something which, if you said six months ago, made you Putin's right-hand man. With U.S. and European aid to Ukraine now in serious jeopardy, the Biden administration and European officials are quietly shifting their focus from supporting Ukraine's goal of total victory over Russia to improving its position in an eventual, an eventual negotiation to end the war, according to a Biden administration official and a European, a European diplomat based in Washington. Such a negotiation would likely mean giving up parts of Ukraine to Russia. The White House and Pentagon publicly insist there's no official change in the administration, that they support Ukraine's aim of forcing Russia's military completely out of the country, but along with the Ukrainians themselves, U.S. and European officials are now discussing the redeployment of Kyiv's forces away from Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky's mostly failed counteroffensive into a stronger defensive position against Russian forces in the east, according to the administration official and European diplomat and confirmed by a senior administration official. Uh, this effort has also involved bolstering air defense systems, building fortifications, razor wire obstructions and anti-tank obstacles, and ditches along Ukraine's northern border. That's weird. I thought... Ditches and razor wires and barriers and defensive structures on the border. I thought those were racist. That's what I thought those were. 
Not when it's in Ukraine. No, it's not racist then. Why? Because Russia, Russia, Russia. We don't like the Russians. We love the people who are coming across here. They're not the Russia, Russia, Russians, although we don't know. They could be Russia, Russia, Russia. Guess it's not racist to have a border uh, barrier after all. Biden administration is also focused on rapidly resurrecting Ukraine's own defense industry to supply desperately needed weaponry the United States Congress is balking at replacing. Uh, the administration told Political Magazine this week that much of its strategic shift to defense is aimed at shoring up Ukraine's position in any future negotiations. In other words, where they place their defensive uh, alignments will be most likely where they begin the negotiations, saying these, this, is where, this, is, this is our new border, you take the rest. But if you said that a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, a year and a half ago, you were Putin's puppet. You were a Russian asset. You're a, you're a, you're a, you, you hate America. You, you know, you're on your knees for Putin. So we, so we spent billions of dollars, bill, hundreds of billions of dollars for Russia to gain territory anyway. It's a really crappy deal. Now, oh, Donald Trump is an evil, orange man, bad. And, ah. Did we send hundreds of billions of dollars to a country that wound up losing the war anyway? And we didn't just send it to them for the war effort. You know, we propped up their pensions. We helped build their schools. We gave them tanks, missiles, our military equipment, taxpayer money to... Help their people, meals, humanitarian aid. What about the people in our country that need it? We don't matter. Donald Trump is going to be Hitler 2.0. Oh, he's going to be a dictator. It's a terrible guy. Donald Trump is going to put us before he puts people before the people of other countries. Oh no! What a terrible guy. Gotta be kidding me. So there's that aspect of where Biden is screwing up. And by the way. Hashtag not just Joe. The entire Democrat Party platform. We must stand with Ukraine. We must stand with our Ukrainian allies. And some of the Republican, you know, platform. Lindsey Graham. That's the best money we ever spent because the Russians are dying. Right? Remember, remember Lindsey Graham? The Russians are dying. Best money we ever spent. Here, here's Biden talking about Ukrainian pensions in case you forgot about that. And to deliver much needed humanitarian assistance as well as food, water, medicine, shelter, and other aid to Ukrainians displaced by Russia's war, and provide aid for those seeking refuge in other countries from Ukraine. It's also going to help schools and hospitals open. It's going to allow pensions and social support to be paid to the Ukrainian people so they have something, something in their pocket. That's nice. It's also going to provide critical resources to address food shortages around the globe. That's nice. Yeah, their pensions. How about this one? Remember Lindsey Graham? Free or die. Now you are free. Yes. And we will be. And the Russians are dying. So the best money we've ever spent. Best money we've ever spent. I guess it couldn't have been spent any better than that. To just give Russia the territory anyway. Who cares? Joe Biden, not just Joe, Democrat Party as well, being extorted. Oops. Being extorted, it looks like, by Mexico on the southern border. Oops, 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 oops. As well as food. Water, medicine, shelter, and other aid to Ukrainians displaced. Shut up, Joe. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. We're being extorted on the southern border. Now, Mexico says, oh, we will help you on the southern border if, it's a pretty big if, if you funnel money 
to Latin American dictators. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. Let's give these. Let's give more bad people money from our own country, uh, so that you know what. So we can we can now we can now give money to Latin American dictators so they can do what? Send us the prisoners and empty their prisons and send them up to the southern. So they're going to help us curb the 2020. Hold on a second. I, I there's a phrase. If you want a job done right, do it yourself. You cannot be extorted by Mexico. Hey, Carter plays helpers on the border. Just build the freaking wall. That's all you have to do. Don't rely on Mexico to solve our problems. If they want to help us, they can help us. We can solve the problem if we just build the mother effing wall. That's it. That is it. Close the border. We don't need Mexico saying, we'll help you if you send our friends in the drug cartels, their dictator friends in these Latin American countries, if you send them money. No. We will not be extorted by Mexico. See why Donald Trump is the return to normalcy candidate? Do you see why the tide is turning? Because we are being... Wow, I almost dropped the F-bomb. We are being raked over the coals. We are being bent over and stuffed by every other... Is it graphic? I don't care. We're getting stuffed more than the dude in the Senate hearing room. That's disgusting. Ask me if I care. You know what I care about? I don't care if you're offended by that language. I don't. I care about the fact that we could solve the problem on the southern border and instead we're relying on other countries to do it for us. Just... Build the wall. Shut the border down. Do not let these other countries decide, well, we will help you if you help our dictator friends in Latin America. F you. F you. We're building the wall. You could deal with these animals that are coming across the border. Not all of them are animals. I'm not saying they all are. But there have been thousands of terrorists on the terror watch list. Not January 6th terrorists. Real terrorists on the, coming across the border. And yet we're going to get extorted by Mexico? Are you... Why is Donald Trump looked at as a return to normalcy candidate? Because this didn't happen under Donald Trump. We did not get bent over and stuffed under Donald Trump. We did not get raked over the coals by other countries under Donald Trump. When China started doing it, we did tariffs. We had a fair trade agreement or a fairer trade agreement signed between our neighbors to the north and our neighbors to the south. The USMCA, United States, Mexico, Canada agreement. We were respected. We were treated fairly. We made other countries pay their fair share. We added security on our border And we made Mexico and Latin America deploy their National Guard and military on the border on their side to help us. And we didn't give them a dime. But we're going to get bent over by Mexico? Because because Pudding Brain in the White House... 
can't stop talking about his hairy legs and sniffing toddlers to realize all you have to do to avoid getting extorted by another country to ourself is just secure our own border with our own resources? You know, I haven't slept much over the last couple days. And when I watch that back, I may say, that was not your finest moment. Or I may say, I need to do shows on two hours sleep more often. Did you like that? I'm in the chat. Let me know. Just drives me freaking crazy. Why don't we have border security? Why don't we have people talking about it? Because the media is a cesspool of dumbasses. Study finds less than 4% of American journalists are Republicans. Shocker. I don't need journalists to declare themselves to a political party. It's not what I'm asking for before patriot Oh, Sean Farish on LFA TV wants state-run media to cover for Donald Trump. Shove that up your rear end. You have state-run media covering for Joe Biden at every turn. Less than 4% though are Republicans. Does it make sense now as to why Donald Trump was criticized over nothing Fake information about Russia. Fake information about a whistleblower, which wasn't a real whistleblower about Ukraine. Perfect phone call. Fake information regarding January 6th. Fake leaks. Fake, oh, Donald Trump said the N-word. Yeah, where are those tapes, Omarosa? Where are you? You moron. Bimbo. Idiot. Where, 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 where? I have the tapes. Fake information about the tax return. Rachel Maddow. We got them. We got the tax returns. You ain't got no tax returns. You had them. Oh, he paid a lot of taxes. Less than 4% of journalists in America are Republicans. I don't know. Maybe equity, equality, diversity. Diversity. That doesn't seem like a very diverse pool of people, does it? No, not really. Not a lot of diversity of thought. I'm going to get to a word from our friends over at OFP Farms. I just pretended to rip up the reed. I didn't, though. That was a good sound effect, right? But it didn't rip. That's talent right there. Folks, OFP Farms produces quality goat milk products for everyday use. Soaps, lotions. Hit. By the way, two hours sleep. That incredible rant, if it was incredible, I'll watch it back and be the judge of that myself and wait for your comments in the chat. Give us a thumbs up, would you please? I don't care that it's pre-recorded. Hit that thumbs up button. That was a lot of fun. OFP Farms produces quality goat milk products for everyday use. Soaps, lotions, lip balms, all natural pain relief, and beard products. You may be asking why goat milk. Well, here are some of the benefits. Goat milk helps to heal skin and promote regrowth of dead skin cells uh, damaged by everyday life. Harsh chemicals and exposure to the elements. It is packed naturally with vitamins A, B, C, E, and K. OFP Farms creates, produces, and ships directly from their farm, and products are made with premium ingredients in small batches to maintain quality. They're a family-owned and operated goat farm and a patriotic America-first, God-fearing company. They've been on the show before. They love LFA TV. Be sure to visit their website at OFPFarms.com. That is Oscar Foxtrot Papa Farms.com. You see it on your screen. Browse their amazing selection of products and get 15% off if you use promo code LFA15. That is Lima Foxtrot Alpha 15 at checkout. 15% off your entire purchase at checkout with promo code LFA15. 15% off at checkout at OFPFarms.com. Promo code Lima Foxtrot Alpha 15. 
OFPFarms.com. I am hooked on this Goat Kisses. This is the apple pie one. That's actually a good one, too. Where is my, my pie? All up? This my a la mode. It's right here. Oh, man. This is such a good flavor. It's like it tastes like Smarties, the candy, and ice cream. Mm. And it smells good. It's a comforting scent. It's nice. Uh, OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. Check it out. Uh, I want to get to, obviously, a word from our friends. You know what happens after OFP Farms? We get to Mike Lindell calling people a-holes. Hide your kids, obviously, if you don't want them to hear this language. This is what Mike Lindell's up against. Please support MyPillow and support the show. Check this out. And I'm not asking about the lumpy pillow calls. Uh, No, they're not lumpy pillows. That's not what they call on. Okay, that when you say lumpy pillows, now you're an asshole. You got that? You're an asshole Mike, is what you are. Mike, no, sorry. he's an asshole. No, he's an ambulance chasing asshole. That's what you are. Lumpy pillows, kiss my ass. Put that in your book. No, they, they answer anything, any problem customer that wants to reach Mike Lindell. Those are the ones. I want to talk to Mike Lindell. I want to talk to Mike Lindell. They send them to here and they go... Or they call about, um, maybe they didn't get their pillow on time because of uh, um, the FedEx or whatever. Well, we'll cover them, even though it could be somebody else's fault. Nobody called because of a lumpy pillow. But good good one, though. You done? Yeah, I'm done. What I'm saying Obviously, is- you don't have a my pillow too. You don't, do you? What I'm saying is, Mr. Lindell... Asshole. I- oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm... <laughs> MyPillow.com, promo code Sean45, S-H-A-W-N-4-5. That is MyPillow.com slash Sean45 or MyPillow.com, promo code Sean45. If you go to MyPillow.com slash Sean45, the promo code is automatically applied, so it's one less thing to remember. Then you just go to MyPillow.com slash Sean45 for all of your MyPillow needs every time. We do well. Mike Lindell does well. You're happy with your MyPillow products, and everybody's happy. Everybody wins. Who says no? Don't 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 be bad about that. MyPillow.com, promo code Sean45, S-H-A-W-N-4-5. I am intrigued by Vivek Ramaswamy and this idea right here. Stopping ads on idiotic low ROI TV to focus on reaching specific voters ahead of the primaries. Look, I have been calling for this for years with the Republican Party. I always say in order to reach the demographic, you have to use the demographic or you just have to go where the demographic is. Okay, you have to go where the demographic is. I don't like the fact that TikTok is owned by China, but there are a lot of Gen Zers out there who are going to vote based off of what they see on TikTok. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying we should use TikTok as a news source. I'm saying if you're going to try to reach a new group of voters, which is called what? Expanding the party. We maybe should spend money doing just that and finding those new voters. And you're not going to find Gen Z. You're not going to find the under 30. You're not going to find these newer voters in this newer political climate by advertising on Fox News. You're just not going to find them there. I'm not saying what Vivek Ramaswamy here is doing is going to cause him to win the Iowa caucus. What I'm saying is, this is a great experiment. Let's see if he overperforms. Because if he does overperform, you know, he's polling around, what, 6 7%. Let's say he gets 13%, the Iowa caucus or something, right? If he overperforms in the Iowa caucus, and it's going to be hard, because his message is very similar to Trump. 
And the people who hear it are probably going to vote for Trump because we prefer Trump by a wide margin. If he does overperform in the Iowa caucus, it shows you what he's doing is working. That doesn't mean we have to vote for him, but we can take those tactics, those techniques, and apply them to win the general election. Let's see what happens. I think this is a cool move. Last but not least, we have, of course, Senator from Vermont, Bernie Sanders. I am 82 years old, and I tested positive for the China China virus. <laughs> Look, I hope he's okay. I really do. Uh, I hope he's all right. I don't want him to get hurt. I hope he makes a full and speedy recovery. Um, it's just it's just ironic to see the people who said, if you don't get the vaccine, you're going to experience a severe winter of illness and death. I didn't get the vaccine. And to quote Pearl Jam, I'm still alive. Hey, right? <laughs> Staying alive. Staying alive. Uh, uh, uh. No problems here. Pure blood. No issue. I had COVID once. One time. Bernie Sanders has tested positive for COVID. Uh, he's vaxxed and boosted and boosted again, probably, and again, 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 and again. I hope he makes a speedy recovery. I don't want, I'm not a leftist. I am not somebody uh, who wants my political opponents or my political uh, counterparts to die. Uh, but he, he tested positive COVID-19 and um, he, he received his first dose of the vaccine December 19th, 2020 and has been... Uh, it says, following the advice of the Office of the Attending Physician today, I received a safe and effective COVID-19 vaccine. As the vaccine is being distributed, we all must continue wearing masks and engaging in social distancing. That is how we will beat this virus and end this terrible pandemic. Bernie is, uh, Bernie, Bernie is now uh, uh, sick with COVID. So here's to a speedy recovery, Senator Sanders. Sit down. You're a United States senator. No. No, no, this was foolish. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching and listening. Please hit the thumbs up button on the way out. We have Will Johnson coming up next with Culture Wars at 6 p.m. Base America with Drew Hernandez at 7 p.m. And Brave TV with Dr. Jason Dean at 8. As President Trump says, we will never give up. We will never give in. And we will never, ever surrender. And if all else fails, we will just become ungovernable. Thank you. God bless you. God bless this one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Please hit that thumbs up button on the way out. I left it all on the field for you here. I got Newsmax coming up soon too, right? During the show. So I'm going to be like half, I have half a voice left. I left it all on the field for you. Hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you're following LFA TV. Subscribe to us on audio anywhere you get your podcasts. And once again, rumble on the way out. We really appreciate that. Share on the way out. Have a fantastic rest of your day. We'll catch you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Rumble.com slash LFA TV for ungoverned at 5 p.m. Eastern. Have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll see you tomorrow evening. 